It might surprise us to know what the Bible does and doesn't say about common Christian traditions that we've never thought to question. But coming up, Pastor Xavier Reese identifies some simple truths that are plain to see when you look beyond our assumptions. Let's listen. There are Christians who use the phrase to bind Satan when they pray, especially in Pentecostal circles. I bind you, Satan, you know, and especially they put that fierce voice and loud, a little louder and all that. As the Satan's supposed to go, ooh, ooh, you know, no, really. It's not biblical. The passages that contain the expression to bind and to loosen in the old King James, you find it in uh, Matthew 12, 29, uh, for the demon-possessed girl binding the strong man. In 16:19, Jesus told Peter, your name is Cephas, or stone, and he told him, to you, I'll give you the keys of the kingdom, whatever you bind, to bind, loose, and loose, for the opening of the day of Pentecost. And then the third one is in Matthew 18, 18. Uh, whatever you agree on earth, two or three are gathered. It'll, whatever I allow, I allow and permit. That's for church discipline. Only three times. All three are out of context. It says nothing about having authority to bind Satan. Completely out of context. In fact, Matthew 18 is used always for prayer, to agree together. It's for church discipline. That's the context. When God initiates salvation, he gives man the ability to choose or he would be the author of confusion and unjust. When God initiates salvation, man can resist the gospel by his own free will or by the blinding of Satan leading to death, depending on the individual's openness of heart. What part does prayer play in salvation and man being blinded by Satan. How does God work this out? I don't know. It's not my business. I'm just to know that Satan plays part of it. Man plays the other part. And I can lift him up in prayer. And God does a work miraculously that no one understands. Yet never violating the free will of man. Now some people have a problem with that. Don't worry about it. The responsibility to pray for the lost is not only commanded but we should desire to do so because the love of Christ constrains our heart, Romans 5.5. 5. The leading of God in our lives to pray for a particular lost person can be the way God will enable that individual to respond to the gospel, but it will never violate the free will of the person regarding the gospel. The simple truth to keep in mind regarding the lost and prayer and preaching and how they work are important. Let me give you some. First, the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of the soul and the spirit, the joints and the marrow, and as the discern of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. The word is sufficient. It will still save. Don't worry about the word. Use only the word. That is what's going to bring salvation. It hasn't diminished in its ability or power. The problem's not with the word. The problem's with the hear. And it's the heart. You've been listening to Simple Truths with Pastor Xavier Reese, a daily devotional of the enriching and precious truths found in God's Word. We're glad you've joined us and want to mention that today's message, as always, is available on CD for anyone who gets in touch. To make your request, give us a call at 800-651-8352. That's 800-651-8352. Or write us at Simple Truths, 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107. Or visit our website, calvarychapelpasadena.com.